You are listening to the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast with Monica Louie, episode number five. Welcome to the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast, where we help online entrepreneurs grow their influence, amplify their impact, and scale their businesses all the way to seven figures. And now, here's your host, Monica Louie. Hey, hey, thank you so much for joining me for episode five of the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. Today, we're going to continue the conversation about one of my favorite topics, creating high converting Facebook ads. Now, my goal is to take the frustration and the overwhelm out of Facebook ads. So today, I'm going to break down these six simple steps for creating campaigns that convert. So back in episode three, I shared the three pillars of high converting campaigns. Those are the three key elements that must work together to achieve amazing results with your ads. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, then I encourage you to do so after this one. And you can find that at monicalouie.com slash three. While episode three covered the three pillars, this episode is going to dive into how to bring it all together to create a campaign step by step. So for today's episode, you can find all of the links and resources that I mentioned in today's episode at monicalouie.com slash five. That's M-O-N-I-C-A-L-O-U-I-E.com slash the number five. Now, this episode is for you if you're ready to get started with Facebook ads and you want a step-by-step approach to strategically create campaigns that convert. Maybe you've heard of the Facebook pixel, but you're not really sure what it is or why it's important. I'm going to share all of that with you today. Maybe you're curious how much you really need to spend in order to actually see results. You might be surprised when I share that with you. Or maybe you've ran some campaigns, but you're wondering if maybe you missed a step or two, which could significantly impact your results. We're going to cover all of that and more in today's episode. So if you fall into any of those categories, or you're just wanting to take the mystery out of Facebook ads, this episode has got you covered. Now, if you're brand new to the podcast and who I am, then welcome. I am Monica Louie. I'm a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, and I run a successful ads agency where my team and I manage ads for six and seven figure online businesses. I'm also the creator of Flourish with Facebook ads, my online training program that teaches my step-by-step system for creating campaigns that convert. My team and I ran the numbers and we have managed more than $1 million in ad spend and we've served more than 500 students and clients. We are in the trenches every single day and keeping a pulse on what's working now in the world of Facebook and Instagram ads. And the goal of this podcast is to discuss what it really takes to build a seven-figure online business. So of course, Facebook ads can be an important part of that. But I do want to say that not every episode will be about Facebook or Instagram ads, but I definitely want to share my expertise with you and keep you updated with what's working now when it comes to Facebook ads. So if you're interested in learning more about my story and how I built my ads agency, then check out episode one at monicalouie.com slash the number one. 
Now, if you're ready to get started with Facebook ads, I invite you to check out my free Facebook ad starter kit. And you can find that at monicalouie.com slash guide. That's monicalouie.com slash G-U-I-D-E. And this is actually a perfect companion to today's episode as it takes you through the six steps to creating campaigns that convert that I'll be sharing with you today. Plus, there's an awesome checklist so you can make sure you've got everything you need before you jump into the ads manager. And if you're like me, then you love a good checklist. And if you're interested in learning more about how my team and I might be able to help you with your Facebook ads, go to monicalouie.com slash WWM. That will take you to our work with us page. And we have more information there about our services. Now, I want to point out one thing before we dive into today's content. So in the podcast, whenever I reference Facebook ads, remember that everything still applies to Instagram ads. Because Facebook owns Instagram and we use the same platform to create ads for either Facebook or Instagram or both, everything will apply to your Instagram ad strategy as well. The main difference is just the structure of the ad. Okay, so let's dive in to the six steps to creating campaigns that convert. So I remember when I first learned about Facebook ads, I felt very intimidated by the whole idea. My first blog was young and it wasn't yet making money. Plus, this was back in 2015 when my husband and I were in the middle of paying off $120,000 of debt. Now, I had already invested to start up my business and to learn from the best, but I was wary about investing much more before I was actually earning very much. Now, on the other hand, I heard the potential that Facebook ads had to offer. I could reach thousands of people who were likely interested in my help for just a few dollars a day. I knew that an SEO or Pinterest strategy would take time, but Facebook ads offered immediate results and immediate results is what I was looking for. I was going through Marie Forleo's B-School and Amy Porterfield's affiliate bonus program. And in going through that program, Amy opened my eyes to the power of Facebook ads and webinars. So I created a webinar to teach others how to create a plan to get out of debt, but my audience was still super small. I only had a few thousand visitors to my site each month, a few hundred Facebook fans, and a few hundred email subscribers. I knew that the content in my webinar could be life-changing for those who were struggling to break free from debt, and I had a burning desire to help people and grow my audience so I could help more people understand how freeing life without debt could be. So enter Facebook ads. I created my first campaign to promote my webinar back in the fall of 2015 following what I learned from Amy Porterfield. And get this, it actually worked. My ad was converting so well that I ended up increasing my daily budget and ended up spending more than I originally had anticipated. The results were just that good. Now, my entire campaign converted at $1.26 per webinar signup for over 300 registrants. Back then, Amy said that a quote unquote good cost per webinar signup was anywhere from $1 to $3. So my first time out of the gate with my very first campaign getting $1.26, I was really excited. And that's when my love for Facebook ads began. So I promoted my webinar again using Facebook ads a couple of months later in January 2016 and was able to lower my costs down to $1.01 per webinar signup for the entire campaign. And some ad sets 
were converting as low as 64 cents per webinar signup during the promotion. That's when people in my online network started to take note that I was someone who could help them learn Facebook ads as well. And that leads us to where we are today. So I started out as a coach and consultant and then created my program, Flourish with Facebook Ads. And then I built my ads agency to manage ads for online businesses. So through it all, I've taught this six-step system that I'm going to share with you today to hundreds, if not thousands of people. And this is the process I teach when I speak at live events, when I train new team members, who join my team and the system I teach in my online program. This is the simple process that has gotten amazing results for my clients and my students time and time again in a variety of different niches to a multitude of different audiences with a variety of offers. And it works. And I'm excited to be able to share it with you today. So are you ready to dive into the six simple steps to create campaigns that convert? Okay, so step one is to place the pixel. So you might have heard of the Facebook pixel. You might even have it installed on your website, but do you know what it is and do you know what it actually does and why it's important? If not, I'm going to explain it to you here today. So let me start off by saying that I am not super techie. As much as I love Facebook ads, I get a little nervous when I enter the back end of my website. I do not like um, going in because I'm always afraid that I'm going to mess something up and I stay far away from code and all of the things. So I do not even understand what the Facebook pixel says, but to put it simply, it is a piece of code that Facebook provides to you that is associated with your ad account. So that's all you need to know. It's a piece of code, but you don't have to understand what it actually says, just know that it is unique to your ad account. So what you want to do with that code is you want to copy it and paste it into the back end of your website. So doing that will allow your website to communicate with Facebook. The reason why we want to do that is because that can help you with your campaigns and it can help you improve your results. How can it do that? Well, it can give you the option of creating audiences of anyone who has visited your website. So Facebook can actually see who are the people that are visiting your website and it can match them up with the users of Facebook. So Facebook users, so that we can create an audience of people who visited your website, even if they haven't opted into your email list to raise their hand that they want to hear from you, you can get back in front of them. If they vis visited your website once or even multiple times, then they're likely interested in what you have to share and what you have to offer. And then you can also create an audience of people who visited specific web pages on your site. So specific pages on your site or specific landing pages. So let's say that you have a specific blog post or landing page on your site that's about a specific topic that is related to your paid offer, but it's just free content that is covering the same topic as your paid offer. So anybody who's visited that free content might also be interested in your paid offer. So then that's how we can get back in front of people and know that they might also be interested in this other offer that is aligned with the content that they've already digested. And with the power of lookalike audiences, I'm going to explain this a little bit more in a moment, but with the power of lookalike audiences, then we can 
put it on Facebook to help us find more people who are like those people who have already visited our website or specific pages on our website. So with a lookalike audience, Facebook will look at the audience that you tell it to, and it'll look at their similarities, their similar behaviors, demographics, and it will go into its world of other Facebook users and say, well, these people have similar interests, similar behaviors, uh, similar habits, and digest similar content to these people. So that will help you find more people who are likely interested in what you have to offer. So the other thing that the pixel helps you do, so the first thing is that it helps you create, you have the ability to create these audiences. So you get can get back in front of people uh, who are interested in your content and then also create lookalike audiences of these people as well. But it also allows you to track conversions. So this is important because the Facebook algorithm will be able to see when the pixel is placed on your website, you can tell Facebook that when this happens on my site and to track that as a conversion. So once Facebook knows that and you do that in the campaign setup, once Facebook knows that, then the algorithm is so sophisticated that it'll pay attention to who is actually converting and then help to prioritize your ad to get it in front of more people who are also likely to take that same action. So that's super important. The algorithm is very sophisticated and it actually helps us improve our results over time. So it's super important that you get the Facebook pixel installed on the back end of your website sooner rather than later. So even if you're not ready to run ads right now, I encourage you to install the Facebook pixel so that when you are ready to run ads, it's already there. It's already collecting data. All you need to do is just tap into that data so that you can use it to your advantage to create these audiences and have the algorithm help you improve your results and increase conversions for your campaigns. So that is the pixel. Again, you don't need to be super techie. You just need to know how to copy and paste, put it into the back end of your website, the header section, and then put it also on all landing pages. So if you use a service, a landing page builder like lead pages or ClickFunnels or Instapage, make sure that you are also installing your Facebook pixel on the back end of those landing pages that are not hosted on your site as well, because you want to be able to include those people, those what those website visitors in your website visitors audience as well, because they're likely interested in what you have to share. Okay. So that is step one, place the pixel. Step two is to set the strategy. So in order to have success with Facebook ads, then we need to get very clear on what success looks like. So what is the goal for our campaign. So with Facebook ads, we have a number of different things that we can do, but we can break down the goals into three different categories. So the first one is that we can build trust. So we can build brand awareness. We can stay top of mind. We can get more video views on our videos that we upload to our Facebook page or Facebook live videos or just a video uh, that we want to run in an ad. So we can just build brand awareness and build trust. The second category is that we can grow our audience. So this is where we can drive traffic to our website. We can grow our email list. We can increase signups for a webinar or a challenge or another free offer. And the third category 
that we can use Facebook ads for is to boost revenue. So we can boost affiliate revenue. We can offer our services or offer our digital or physical products. So when working with our clients, we obviously love to use Facebook ads to boost revenue so that they can see that return on their investment in their Facebook ads. And we usually find that if we start with the goal of boosting revenue, then we're going to cover the other categories as well. We're going to grow our audience in doing that and also build trust. So I invite you to get really clear on what your strategy is for your Facebook ad campaign. What exactly do you want Facebook ads to help you with? Because remember, they are a part of the overall strategy. They're not the entire strategy. So start with your goals. What are your goals for growing your business? And then work backwards to figure out how Facebook ads can help you achieve those goals. So step three is to determine the budget. And you can get started for as little as $5 per day. Now that might surprise you. For any other advertising platform, you likely need to spend a whole lot more than that in order to achieve results. So if you think about traditional media, you know, creating a commercial is going to be very costly because you need to invest the money in getting it developed and produced, and then also pay for your spot in order to have it actually air. So with Facebook ads, they've leveled the playing field for us small business owners. So we can start with a really small budget, but if you have more to spend, then that means that you can run more tests and see more results a whole lot quicker. Generally, when working with my students, I recommend getting started with anywhere from 20 to $30 per day. Uh, some of my students do get started for, with as little as 5 or $10 per day. But as I said, the more that you have to invest in your ads, the more that you can test and begin to see results and narrow in on those results a whole lot quicker. So with my ads management clients, we recommend a starting budget of $100 to $150 a day at the minimum. Some of our clients are spending five, six, seven dollars $700 a day on ads, and that allows us to test a whole lot more and then really scale up on what is working. But start where you are. When I was starting, I only spent, I think, maybe $30 a day to get started. And then once I was seeing results, then that's when I really started to increase my ad spend. So I definitely recommend starting small because you can always scale up and then you can always scale back down too. I recommend monitoring your ads every single day. And then you can really stay on top of what is working, what is not, and adjust your budget accordingly. All right, so step number one was to place the pixel. Step number two is set the strategy. Step number three is determine your budget. So think about how much money you feel comfortable investing in your campaign. So if it is a short-term campaign, maybe it's a short-term promotion, you're going to be doing a live webinar in a couple of weeks, then think about, well, how much, you know, for this duration of this promotion, how much do I feel comfortable spending on my ads? And if you have an evergreen offer, so it's something that doesn't really have a start end date, you can run it for the long term, then that's where I like to look at the daily budget and figure out how much you feel comfortable spending on a daily basis. And then of course, as you're seeing results, you can always ramp it up. And if you need to pull back a little bit, you can always do that. Okay, so step number four is to elect the audience. I was hinting at audiences a little bit earlier, and we basically have three different types of audiences that we can create. We can create what's called custom audience, and these are 
our warm audiences. These are people who already know who we are, what we're about, some more than others, but they've generally been introduced to us before. These are people like your website visitors because you have the pixel placed. These are your Facebook fans. These are people who've engaged with your Facebook page. So even if they didn't hit hit the like button, I really like the engaged with Facebook page audience because they've shown an interest in your content. It's just maybe they didn't it didn't occur to them to actually hit the like button to follow your page. And then also your email subscribers, your customers. So any list of people who have worked with you, you can upload that into Facebook and it usually does a pretty good job of matching those those names and emails with their Facebook users. So that's where you can use ads to get back in front of people who are already familiar with who you are you can target your warm audiences with Facebook ads. And I want to make a note here too. Think about your email list. In this day and age, a good open rate for your email is about 20%. So if you're getting an open rate of 20% or more, then you are doing a great job with the engagement on your email list. But even if you're doing a great job and getting 20%, open rate on your email list, that still means that 80% of the people on your email list are not seeing that message that you shared in your email. So if you are doing a promotion of some sort that you really want to make sure your audience is aware of, then running Facebook ads to your email list can be a great way to have another touch point to get back in front of people to make sure that they're not missing out on your promotion. So the warm audiences are generally people who are already familiar with you and your brand and want to have what you have to offer in some capacity. So moving on to the cool audiences, these are the lookalike audiences that I mentioned before. This is where we can say, Facebook, I want to find more people who are like my email subscribers. You tell Facebook to look at your email list that you've uploaded into Facebook And then it'll look at the similarities of those people. You tell Facebook what size you want your lookalike audience to be, and then also what region you want to create that audience for. So for if your business is US-based, then I generally recommend starting with creating a US-based lookalike audience. So Facebook will look at the people on your email list, and it'll look at all 220 million users in the United States. And then it will narrow in on the ones who are more closely like the people on your email list. So with this, we can create lookalikes of all of our custom audiences. So you can create a lookalike of your Facebook fans, of your website visitors, of the people who've engaged with your Facebook page. So you have a lot of different options there. If you upload your list of buyers, as long as you've got 100 people that have been matched in that custom audience, then you can create a lookalike audience for from that audience. Now, generally speaking, if you have a larger custom audience, then the better data Facebook is going to have for creating that lookalike audience. But back in 2015, when I ran my very first campaign, I only had a few hundred people on my email list, not on my Facebook page. And those were some of my best converting audiences were the lookalikes of those small audiences. So I wouldn't discount if you only have a few hundred people in your custom audience, I would definitely try it. But just understand that if it is on the smaller side, then it might give Facebook limited data to work with in creating that lookalike audience. So moving on to the third 
third type of audience, these are going to be your cold audiences. So people who are not familiar with you and they're not necessarily like your any of your custom audiences. So this is where we get into detailed targeting. This is where we can target fans of specific pages. We can narrow in on specific demographics, interests, and behaviors. And we can also target by location, by gender, uh, different job titles, income. We have a whole bunch of different options. So I definitely recommend looking at the detailed targeting section when you're creating your audiences. Enter in your keywords, enter some Facebook pages where you know that they've got your audience that you really want to get in front of with your ads and start there and then click on the little suggestions button. That is what I really find fascinating is I I like to click on the suggestions button and Facebook will give you suggestions based on what you've already entered in there. And not every suggestion will be a great fit. So just keep that in mind. But it is a great way to kind of see what your options are when creating that audience. And then with all of these audiences, you can mix and match. So when creating the campaign, I like to test a variety of different audiences and then a variety of different versions of the ad. And again, this will come back to step three, which is going to be how much budget you have to work with. So get clear on what audiences you want to test and then move on to step five, which is to construct the creative. So the ad is the creative. This is step five. This is where we get to use our creativity in creating the ad that is actually going to get in front of people. So the ad has two jobs. First of all, it needs to grab attention. So think about Facebook. There's a lot going on. So think about Facebook in your ideal audience member's eyes. They're scrolling through their newsfeed. They're looking at their notifications. They're getting invited to events. You know, think about everything that they are interacting with in Facebook land, either if they're on the desktop or on the mobile app, but think about that experience. So your ad has to stand out. It has to grab attention. First and foremost, foremost, you're not going to have the results if your ad is not grabbing people's attention. And once you've got their attention with your ad, then it actually needs to entice them to take action. So no matter what your offer is in your ad, you've got to construct the ad in a way so that people actually want to click through and opt in if that's what you want them to do or to you know watch the entire video that you are promoting in your ad or to click through and download your free lead magnet or to click through and digest and read your blog post. So no matter what your offer is in the ad itself, you have to construct your ad in a way that will grab people's attention and entice them to take that action. The ad has two main components. So the first one is the visual. So this is the image or the video that is in the ad. And usually this is going to be the most eye-catching piece. And the second element of the ad is the messaging. So this is going to be your headline. So that's the larger text underneath the image or the video, the ad copy. So the text that goes above the image or the video. And then there's also the newsfeed link description, which is the tiny text 
that appears below the headline, below the image or video, and also the messaging in your video if you do have a video ad. So think about the messaging. The messaging is usually going to be the part that does entice the user, the Facebook user, to take action. So you've got to construct your ad in a way that's going to grab attention and then entice the user to take action. And the sixth and final step is going to be to test and tweak. So as much as we would love for Facebook ads to be set it and forget it, it most normally is not. (laughs) Usually we don't hit it out of the park the very first time we set up an ad and show that ad to a specific audience. So that's where testing uh, comes into play. So this is how we can improve our results over time. And of course, we're learning what is actually resonating with our audience and the algorithm is learning. So as you set up different tests and tweak, make various adjustments with your ads and your audiences, then over time, this is how you can lower your costs and improve your results. So you might be wondering, well, what exactly do I test here? (laughs) I would test a variety of different audiences and then a variety of different versions of your ad. So this could be as simple as testing a static image ad versus a video ad, or maybe you have shorter copy versus longer copy. Maybe you test out different headlines. Maybe you test a carousel ad versus a video ad versus a static image ad. So there are a lot of different options here. And then don't forget about testing Facebook versus Instagram. So remember at the beginning, I said that everything we talk about can apply to Instagram ads as well and it definitely does. So don't forget about testing Facebook ads versus Instagram ads. Sometimes we are surprised when an ad does far better on Instagram than it does on Facebook and vice versa. So you never know. If you feel that your audience might possibly be on Instagram at on Instagram, then I would definitely encourage you to test Instagram ads. And remember, we have the the Instagram feed ads, and then we have Instagram story ads. So those are two different types of creatives that we can create and test and play with. So we have a lot of different options when it comes to testing and tweaking. And so that's why there's always so much potential when it comes to Facebook ads. Even if your costs start higher than you would like them to be, there are always adjustments that can be made that can help to bring those costs down. That's one other thing I want to mention is that when we do turn on our campaign, usually we do see that the costs are higher. And then as the campaign gets going and we start to get some data coming in, that's when the algorithm will kick in and start start to optimize the campaign. So you will likely see that the costs do come down day after day. So that is just the algorithm needing time and data in order to learn what is actually resonating. All right. So let me review these six simple steps to create campaigns that convert just one more time. The first one is to place the pixel. Even if you're not ready to do ads, get this one installed today so that you have that data at your disposal when you're ready to use it. Step number two is to set the strategy. So get clear on what your goals are for your business and then figure out how Facebook ads can help you achieve those goals. Don't go into the ads manager without a clear strategy, a clear goal in mind. Step three is to determine the budget. Remember, you can get started for as little as five or $10 a day. If you have more available to spend, then you can run more tests much quicker and usually see more results much quicker as well. But definitely start small with what you have and then you can always scale and grow from there.
Step four is to elect the audience. Remember, you have warm audiences. These are the people that know you already. You have cool audiences. These are what I, the lookalike audiences. And then you have cold audiences, which are going to be people that are not familiar with you, where you're creating that detailed targeting audience. Step five is to construct the creative. So this is where we need to be strategic in creating our ad so that we first grab attention and then second, entice the user to take the action that we want them to take with our ad. Step six is where we test and tweak. We test variety of different audiences, variety of different elements of our ad, different variations of our ad. So test and tweak. Remember, Facebook ads are never set it and forget it. So those are the six steps for creating campaigns that convert. And remember, my Facebook ad starter kit goes over all of this and will help you think through each of these steps and plan your next campaign or improve your existing campaign. Remember, there's that handy dandy checklist at the end of the Facebook ad starter kit so that you can go into the ads manager prepared to conquer your next campaign. And you can find that at monicalouie.com slash guide. That's monicalouie.com slash G-U-I-D-E. And I'll have all of the links and resources that I mentioned today in the show notes, which you can find at monicalouie.com slash five. That's the number five. And thank you so much for joining me today. If you have found this helpful, please leave a rating and review so that more people can find this podcast and also subscribe so that you can be notified when the next episode comes out. Now, next week, I've got another great interview coming your way. Remember, new episodes come out every single Thursday and you definitely won't want to miss next week's interview. So subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast app so you'll be sure to get the next episode as soon as it comes out. Thank you so much again for joining me today. I hope that you found this helpful. Take care and bye for now. 